not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. 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 I don't like the way that bounces off the walls now that they're wooden. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 440. The show where the boys shout and make a noise. Get me real worked up. And you made a cool rudder oh, noise. Oh, this sounds horrible in here. Sounded like a man. Yeah, it sounds wow. actively okay. worse. Yeah, so so we're, uh, we normally, if we sound weirder than usual, it's because for some reason someone came in and put up a bunch of plywood on the far side of our No, no, they took down the egg crates. Okay, well, apparently it was plywood underneath that wall, so that's yeah. thrilling. Uh, anyway, I'm Max Scoville. Joining me, Marty Sleva. Hi, Max. Brian Altano. Brat, brat. And Andrew Goldfarb. I miss Japan. What? <laughs> I said I missed Japan. Oh, yeah, you guys went to Japan. <laughs> what about Mr. Japan? Miss, okay, yeah, all right. Uh, so let's yeah. get right into it because we're uh, morally we're obligated gonna, to yep. do so. Yep. More rumors have circulated about the PlayStation 4.5 4K or now, as it's being called, the PlayStation Neo. Mm-hmm. What do we know and, wa- and why? Newsboy Andrew, go. Hey. Uh, so Giant Bomb obtained some documents uh, for developers that are working with this thing. Uh, that codename for it is Neo, and it's really interesting in that Sony is very careful to not split the player base. So basically, according to these documents, Sony really wants people to, every game will have a, a Neo mode, which in other words, a 4K mode, or a base mode where it can run on a normal mm-hmm. PS4. The idea being that if you have a PS4, you buy games off a shelf the same way you would otherwise. There's still only one game available in the PSN store. Everything's the same, but depending on which system you have, you can get more out of it, basically. Sure. So, so the, demand like, for, the demand for backwards compatibility is so great, they built the second system so the PlayStation 4 can be backwards compatible with itself. Yeah. I mean, I like it. Marty and I were talking about this earlier. Uh, our rough guess would be that you buy a game, it's just one disc in the store. If you buy whatever, The Last of Us 2, yeah, it's going to be on There's not going to be two shelves. SKUs, there's not yep. going to be two prices. Right. But maybe when you put it in on the Neo, you can download like a 4K texture pack. Or there's some kind of uh, free component from the mm-hmm. store that upgrades yeah. it to the new mode. And what or it scales set- to your hardware, which yeah. if you've yeah. ever played a PC game... You you just mm-hmm. literally go into the options menu Welcome and go to settings. Ultra. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. And maybe um, it's grayed out if you can't run yeah, it. Yeah, and they very much said that, well, according to these, again, documents, rumored mm-hmm. reports, um, that there's not going to be exclusive features. So right. it's not going to be like, oh, The Last of Us 2 uh, on the PS Neo. You could take has, off your shirt. You could take off your shirt. No, yeah. that shirt's staying on both. Yeah. Yeah. Or Sorry. it's just Unless off it's, both. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully that you can take your shirt off in uh, The Last yeah. of Us 2. <laughs> um, and then also, uh, the price wasn't uh, in this document, but they said everything they heard has been 399 which is really interesting so that leads there's a, there's a couple things to talk about and mm-hmm. one of them is i feel like the general response has been anger yeah a majority of it yes. has been anger uh because a lot of people uh feel like this is uh anti early adopters or anti the 40 million people who have supported and made the ps4 one yeah. of the fastest selling consoles of all time yes yep. yeah absolutely and i think it's i mean a big part of that is because we're reading these stories and writing these stories and having these conversations in places where people probably already own a ps4 mm-hmm. right this isn't really for the uh, like swing for the fences, New York Times crowd at E3 when they're just like they reach out w- with all of the world sort of being like, like we have our base, we get that, we know who we're, we're preaching to the choir over here. But to get like you know, like we've talked about them on the show before, like the sort of tech dads and stuff like that, people who are sort kind of on the outside of like hardcore gaming, but they want the coolest, the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm. 
anyone reading the story, anyone listening to the show, I'm, I'm guessing a large majority of people listening to the show own a, a PlayStation console already, mm-hmm. most likely a PS4. Uh, you're probably reading this and going like, this sucks. I think this is like, it's hard to understand that this might not necessarily be, be for you. Okay, so looping, looping back to that, of those people, how many of them have 4K TVs? I don't have a 4K Very TV. Few. Do you guys yeah. have none of you guys I think have, like no, three people on our side of the office have 4K TVs. Well, I think it's yeah. like a cart leading the horse kind of thing. And all three know? of them are micro I mean, it's it's future-proofing, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's understanding that now if you go to Best Buy and you're like, I'd like to buy a nice brand new TV, that TV is probably going to be 4K. Well, I'll ask, yeah. I'll, ask let's, I'll reverse the question. When when was the last time you guys bought a TV? When I moved to San Francisco? Yeah. yeah. I've yep. had it, it was seven years, eight years. Like, so, yeah, we're all due. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's, for me, what I like about it is that it's theoretically, if all the PS4 games just work, if, if they're not splitting the player base, it's extending the generation, meaning, yeah, if you want to be in the bleeding edge, it does suck. If, you, mm-hmm. you know, if you're going to have to fork out another $400 like, to, to stay on the bleeding edge, yeah, that's hard. But at the same time, like, <laughs> if four years from now we're not getting a PS5 because the Neo is out and it's running better games and my old PS4 games still work, maybe that's a good thing. I think you're nuts if you think this is... This is delaying anything about a PS5. I don't think this is going to change anything about when this generation ends. Sure. I so, think this is just sort of a shift or a small evolution halfway through. And I, I agree with you. Like, I'm I'm not mad at this. I don't even know if I'm going to get one. If I don't have a 4K yep. TV, do I really care about this? Like, maybe I'll eventually get one. I'm, I'm totally fine with it until the moment a game comes out that is optimized for the PlayStation Neo yep. and not my PS4 and, and when I am yes. penalized because yeah. I'm totally yeah. fine if a game runs just like Uncharted is probably going to run like, or just like Bloodborne runs but looks a little bit better on the Neo I'm totally fine you guys, still playing you guys made PS4, the joke yeah. about the PS4, PS4 0.5 exclusive features right and how there won't be any yeah. and taking off the shirt and stuff like that they say there won't be any like sure like taking off mm-hmm. your shirt but there will be like there will just be inherently differences in those games. It's also like this is a weird little anecdote, but when I used to work for GameSpy, which is like the it was like a sort of like a sister company to IGN mm-hmm. or like a little baby IGN, mostly focused on PC gaming. It's like how I got in the industry. We would run we had console channels on GameSpy and we would get um screenshots sent over from developers all the time that were basically their games running in the highest definition possible on PC and they'd be like here's our Xbox 360 screenshots and we'd send them back and be like not true yeah yeah that's physically impossible that's not how that yeah. works and they'd be like no we swear and we're like sorry we're not running your screenshots on our site you're getting into an area where a few years from now you get a a, a trailer or a batch of of screens on a game and you're like oh coming to PS4 cool Got it. Yeah. But what yeah. are you looking at? I mean, look, look at, look at the, the trickle down from like the Watch Dogs reveal to mm. Watch Dogs on PS4 in action to what Watch Dogs look like on, on last gen. Or yeah. running on high end PCs, yeah. too. Like, even on the highest end PC, we're, we're already dealing with bull shots mm. and bull I mean, videos. And that's where <laughs> the thing that confuses me, or not confuses me, but like the anger is surprising to me, I guess, because. I don't know. Like, I, like I'm with you. I don't know that I will necessarily buy this. Uh, but. The weird thing for me is like uh, like so Jose just reviewed Hyrule Warriors Legends on 3DS yeah. and it runs on a new 3DS or or a regular 3DS. On new 3DS it runs pretty well. On a regular 3DS it like chugs and it's awful. Yeah. And like well, you look at like new- Black Ops 3 on 360 PS3 versus PS4 where there's like nothing there and they replaced yeah. all the tech stuff with watching. Yeah, you actually machines. can't run like, that Hyrule Warriors game in 3D on the 3D on the right. old 3DS. Yeah. Which and is I guess like, what? like that's what I don't like I hope we don't get to that point where they're like oh it technically still runs but it's yep. like awful. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's where if it gets to that point then I agree with outrage and it's like I get it cuz then you're forced into buying the new one. So, 
the but largest argument I hear against there. this thing, and again, I'm going to side with Marty in that I'm kind of middle of the road on it. I'm mm-hmm. sort of apathetic. Like if it gets to a point, like I'm, I'm a bad, I'm a bad measures of 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 success for something like this because I look, I like I buy every console at launch. Yeah, like, yeah. I buy everything mm-hmm. at launch. I get excited for things. Like mm-hmm. uh, I, I love, I love all that hubaloo and all that garbage that comes around. Hubaloo, 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 It's a Hebrew bread. Hummus yeah. bubblegum platter. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm down to trade in my my PS4. Yeah, like I will totally, and that's one thing that I think everyone's leaving out here is that this will also. Like this will broaden the market because if you look at um, if you look at cameras or Apple products, there is very much that early adopter market, which they acknowledge. They know that's a thing, and people will always be mm-hmm. trading in their still technically new thing for the newest thing. Right. Yeah. And then that new thing is suddenly refurbished and it's available for well. You know, so a, a, so what I'm saying now. is that the the apprehension towards that is stemming 100 percent from the fact that historically this has never been. A thing we've had to do in console gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned products where we're like used to that by now, right? Like you get a new phone every two years and it's no big yeah. deal. Your PC, you're constantly upgrading if you actually care about that kind of stuff. But consoles are like, hey man, when I bought a console, you told me there's going to be a seven year life yeah. cycle or a ten year life and cycle, and that's the advantage which over is PC. specifically something that that Sony has been touting for the longest time. Like mm-hmm. their marketing campaign behind the PS2 and the PS3 was like these are the ten decade year, long, the decade so, yeah. long yeah. consoles. So to kind of pull that rug out from under people, I kind of understand why they're upset it's also a weird thing where like 37 million ps4s have been sold in whatever two and a half years like pretty much no matter what i would be stunned if ever ps neo hits that right like i think no matter what there will always be more core ps4s out there than neo so it's like even best case scenario like you're gonna have more people with the older hardware than the newer hardware. so my thing is like what is this if this was coming from okay so like nintendo's launching a new console this year right why are they doing it because the Wii U failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why would Sony launch a new I console when it's fathom why they're doing it? Like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me outside of being like we are strategically going for the pinnacle of like of tech people gamers who want the best looking. I mean, also, you don't sell forty I, I million consoles and then go like I, oh sh- I, I, we're, honestly, we're I think VR is the big push for it because theoretically I mean we don't know obviously but like the the processor box that you're essentially paying for when you buy a PSVR. I guess the long-term plan would be if everyone's buying PS Neos from this point forward, and if they're that much more powerful, mm-hmm. maybe down the road they can sell a PSVR for like 150 bucks, where you're literally just buying the headset and the console itself is capable yeah. of running. VR it just games. feels like you're splitting you're splitting the conversation into so many pieces by being like, here's here's this game, here's this game on PS4, here's this game on PS4 VR, yeah. here's this game on PS4.5 VR. Also, like, like when they show. It's going to be weird if they show God of War 4 at E3. Yep. Is it going to be running on the Neo? Is it going to be That's running? Is it going to look like yeah. what it's yeah. going to look like? Like, at what home? are we looking at? Like, yeah. when, if you see that and they're like available for pre order today and you pre order it, like, what are you getting at that point? Also, are they like getting rid of, we were talking about this earlier, are they getting rid of that excitement of what a game looks like at the start of a generation compared to what that developer could do at the end? Like, Uncharted 1 compared to The Last of Us? Yeah. Or like what like a launch PS2 game like Kessen or The Bouncer looked like compared to like Kingdom Hearts 2 or Okami or God of War? They're strengths that are born from limitation. Yeah. They're yes. people who their their art is good because of the restrictions that were around it, and they have to think creatively as opposed to like being able to make whatever. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think it's a lot of the sky is falling. I hate Sony. They screwed me over yeah. thinking right now. We don't know what this is. Like, honestly, like no. I don't think I think Sony this generation especially has not made a misstep yet. I think as of right now, they're doing really well and they're being smart about what they're doing and they're listening to fans. So I would. What hope about what about was Shuhei hit that deer with his car? <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. 
It's a it's horrible tragic. accident. No, so there was this uh, there was this NeoGAF thread the other day about um, Nintendo DS games running in HD through an emulator, and they're fascinating because once you remove all the hardware limitations of the DS, which was just like Vaseline smeared, incredibly low res, you started seeing that you're like, oh my god, this game had like 3D polygon character design and not sprites and you thought they were all sprites because you're playing them on a, on a two and a half inch screen mm-hmm. yeah um i don't really think there's anything at play with the ps4 where you're like you're gonna lift the veil and all of a sudden it's gonna be like oh there was a beautiful game under there the whole no, time it's gonna be like more grass yeah, yeah like less it, jagged edges yeah it's like more we're, we're two and a half years <laughs> in the generation the and there's already gorgeous <laughs> like i'm not playing bloodborne or ratchet and clank or seeing uncharted and being like man i wish this looked better it's like no that looks totally fine with me dream yeah, bigger i think, I think bloodborne <laughs> should have more grass I think there's not enough grass yeah, in that just, game that's gonna be real I'm sad just, dead grass I can't wait to see how they message this if this is gonna be announced at E3 it's also like who is gonna buy a console between E3 and November if they announce this thing well, in June also, like we're looking yeah. at, we're looking at this being called PlayStation 4K PlayStation 4.5 PlayStation Neo what if it's just PlayStation 4 Slim like what if they just kind of like they put and then all this just stuff, phase out what we have now it's, yeah. yeah I mean it's it's got all this stuff like if they are Sticking to their word and being like, okay, the bells and whistles, the 4K stuff is future-proofing. It is bridging a gap between, like, another hardware generation, which is just displays Mm -hmm. and VR. Yeah. Uh, and maybe it's, it's just yeah. called the PlayStation 4. I mean, look at what the iPad did. Exactly. One yeah. day they were just like, this is the iPad. Yep. And then we're, we're quietly phasing out all the old models. And it's yeah. even, I mean, that happens now. Like, I think we, like, throughout a, the life cycle of a generation, you slowly see bigger hard drives and, and everything else. Or then you even see, like, um, the... Uh, uh, Xbox 360 had like yeah. different chipsets like during all the Red Ring stuff like they very they didn't make a big public campaign after it no. out of it but or they'll uh, remove the hardcore ports. users like looked for like oh you want to buy one that says Jesper yep. on the back because that one went Red yeah. Ring because it's they'll, a they'll add a remove ports on a console without even make a big stink yeah. yeah I mean there were like there were three PlayStation 1s you yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah it was like oh I want to use a mod chip or whatever and play yep. burn yeah. games I, I would just be I will be fascinated to There's see that, Wii, that weird Wii that doesn't play di- uh, GameCube games oh the Canadian yeah. one like, yeah yeah, the, yeah. I, I'm just I'm super curious to see what this is and how they message it because everything they they're messaging so far for the past three years has been so on point. It's I know, been so good, and they haven't missed a single punch. Yeah, yet. well, they and also so, haven't messaged this no, yet. Totally, we're, we're yeah. all completely reacting to you various know, reports rumors, that so. sometimes conflict each other and sometimes. So yeah. I feel like this is something that whether whether it's happening soon or whether it's even happening at all, which it really feels like it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. Um, this has to be messaged at E3 in some way, definitely, and they have to handle it incredibly carefully. Because because you're, you, that's a room full of people who already own a PS4, or, or, who are clapping, waiting for the next big. Thing. What if you bring out a celebrity to message it, like Fergie, like TV or Sean White, <laughs> or, or Ravi Drums? Ah, E3, the best celebrities in the world are back. Wow. Speaking of <laughs> taking things and enhancing them. I've got some segue. great all-natural supplements that you're going to want to hear about, boys. Uh, yeah, so we got a uh, we got a good topic here. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, if we didn't hit on this enough last week, is awesome. It is, yeah, it is totally like that kind of like, I imagine it's kind of what it's like, uh, like getting like LASIK when you're 90 years old and you're like, oh, I remember what the color blue <laughs> looks seriously. like. Mm-hmm. Or it's like The Giver. Yeah. Or like Pleasantville. Yeah. yeah, so it's a gorgeous, wonderful game that takes something old and familiar and, and just makes it yeah. Beautiful. It, it may be the best looking game on PS4. And it's or also there. Yeah. stupidly popular. Like yeah. my review did real, like almost as well as the Dark Souls review. People just yeah. keep clicking on it. And really, it did better yeah. than the wow. Civil War review. Yeah, it did better than what? the Captain America yeah. Civil War review. All right. And also, if you go to the Beyond Group, like everyone is playing this game and yep. everyone loves it. Tell a good. It's a really yep. good game. Yeah. Marvel um, pay you off for that one too. They did. 
So on that note, uh, what are some other classic PlayStation games franchises we'd like to see, you know, reinvigorated with this wonderful attention to detail? Yeah, I feel like this. I mean, Crash is the first one. Correct answer. (laughs) That's the first one that pops in my head when you put this in the dog. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's the. I'm hoping that what Insomniac did here is sort of a roadmap for like, hey, instead of just doing the HD ports or whatever of PS2 games, let's think about how do we revitalize these series and keep like what made them special back in the day, but give them the 2016, 2017 remake. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I guess FF7 remake is one of those. It's a similar. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a much broader idea. But yeah, but I mean, Crash has been teased for so long. And yeah, I feel like that's it has why he's to so angry. That's why he's, he got those tribal tattoos. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. after all that teasing, yeah. he needed a hard <laughs> edge and a wallet oh, chain. I wasn't sure where we were going with hard. <laughs> I, like I honestly like it, Crash Bandicoot's a weird character because I don't know how you bring that guy back and still sort of maintain what made him so '90s, but also make him not look like a serial killer in jorts. Yeah, I don't know what you do with Crash. Yeah. I like I like the idea of just we talked about this on Up at Noon, I think, but I like the idea of just like taking a really realistic bandicoot and it's yeah. just like it's a game about being a bandicoot. And you're like, yeah, side does note. anybody know anything about bandicoots? I think they probably eat snails. In, in, in case you missed that episode of Up at Noon and you're on your phone right now, like look up actual I don't know how you even do that, actual bandicoot, like real life bandicoot animal. Yeah, they, up, it really looks nothing like Crash. No, it looks nothing like at all. I like think a, you could just Google bandicoot and you'd probably see it. You don't have I to know, Google yeah. actual real life I feel bandicoot. like I feel like Crash took over that SEO, yeah, uh, but it's like I don't know the Ratchet and Clank. Like for some reason, like they've they scaled to 2016 better. Mm-hmm. Like it's sort of like it's a it's a goofy looking robot and a and a what a lumbax lumbax yeah with clothes which is like cloaca. Yeah. Stop. What? A cloaca? There it is. There's, there's oh, your you one cloaca of the day. Cloaca vision? <laughs> but Crash Bandicoot. Bandicoot. <laughs> All right. Adults in a room. Farting in jeans. The Crash Bandicoot story. Uh, but it's funny because I don't. Naughty Dog's never going to do this again. Like, Naughty Dog's no, never going to go no, back no and way. make this. Who? I mean, they don't even. Do they own? No, Activision, it, it's, it Activision from, has Crash right now. It yeah. went to like Vivendi, and then it went to yep. Activision, and then it went to like Universal, and then like I mean, I can see yeah, like no, Warren, Warren Spector broke in and stole yeah. the certificate. I, mean, I, yeah. I can Crash see like, <laughs> someone like Toys for Bob or like Traveler's Tales. If you give them like I do, I'd play like a Lego Crash game. Yeah, I mean, or Spyro. Yeah. Honestly, like yeah. I would love I, to I see. Would, no, that would be like a Mega Bloks Crash game. Okay, yeah. here's <laughs> let's let's make this complete completely easy for everybody. Since since Naughty Dog is 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 sophisticated and above telling a story about. A, a monster in jorts. Uh, put any Crash Bandicoot skin into Uncharted 4. That'd be let, awesome. Let him hold I a gun, let him climb yep. rocks, and ha- help the old man. I would love a serious cutscene in Uncharted 4 between, like, she dies. Do you guys remember those old, like, the, the wonderful PlayStation ads where the guy in the, in the mascot yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd go to, like, Nintendo headquarters and be like, yeah, hey, wait. Hey, I took a dump in your parking lot. Yeah. I mean, that'd be, megaphone, that'd be yeah. a sick game. Is you have to be like the Crash Bandicoot reboot street team, and you're just this like horrible washed up man. It's almost like bully. Like, it's, yeah. all photo, it's all photorealistic, and you're just like, you got, um, you got any money? Seriously, think, that's the only that's the only Crash Bandicoot I want. Is I want Uncharted Four Crash Bandicoot skin. It's yeah. really weird. I uh, one of the, the other things I was thinking with this was Parappa. Yeah, like oh I, hell yeah. I feel like you could make a really smart rhythm game. I want uh, Eight Mile Parappa. Yeah, there you go. I want. I want. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> he goes has sex in a foundry or whatever. <laughs> What's that for me? Catches his mom, <laughs> chop chop master onion. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> burns uh, down a building or whatever. <laughs> it's uh, weird. It's weird to have a lady who makes spaghetti also hook up with an onion. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I got shot nine times. <laughs> That's my friend Fifty Cent. 
Uh, other games I had in here aren't that old, but Loco Roco and Patapon. And yeah. less, I want them to get the tra- crash treatment or ratchet treatment more. I just want them back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to ever get them it's, back. Uh, it bums me out that Vita is obviously kind of flailing at the moment because like that's where I want a Patapon game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Like I don't want a console Patapon yeah. game. I, um, want, I want a PSVR Luminez. Oh yeah, God. like something awesome. that's just like almost. I think, sort of, I think it's called an aneurysm. <laughs> um, I want to buy drugs in the park. <laughs> Worm on my head. I think I'm going to leave the stove on, but not light it, so the gas fills up my house and I get a headache. Uh, Can also, you put the trance in my eyes? <laughs> the trance. Uh, I also had siphon filter on here, yep. which is that game. I mean. Everyone's wondering if Sony Ben's working on this, but Shinobi this week tweeted that oh, oh, yeah, all these like die. cryptic devil things. It was or, like dead ride. Here yeah, it was. It. it seemed like it was an open world zombie motorcycle game. Wow. So he tweeted. Uh, Sounds friggin' crazy. Where is it? Wait for it. We're Stall for time. For it. All right. Okay. I know. I was Bam. talking about this with he, Max he tweeted. So dead in all caps. Dead scavenge. We survive. Don't in all caps. Don't fear them. On metal and bikes we drive. Ride in all caps. Ride, don't run. The apocalypse is good fun. Uh, hashtag dead, don't ride. Hashtag Sony Ben. Yeah, and Shinobi is one of those uh, Twitter like, dudes who's like he's in the room. And, yeah. Um, all right. So that's exciting that those words are capitalized. And <laughs> all right, you like motorcycles and I like scary motor- zombies. I like a motorcycle thing. I'm so sick of zombies, but if they're fun, if they're like having a fun time, if they're just like ride a motorcycle around and fight a thing, and be like, all right. That's well, that's like you time. and I were talking yesterday about like how we kind of wish there was that, that alternate dimension video game industry where like the 90s just kept going. Like where you got stuff like Ultimate Surfer Cops. <laughs> I would have loved that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're at a point where that stuff is all nostalgic and people are kind of jumping back on it. Yeah, I mean, yep, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think what like what Sony stuff I'd love to see make a comeback. I mean, it's got to be handled like just perfectly. I think like Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank was just like it's just such a smart way of revitalizing something without completely rebooting it. And but it's also like Ratchet almost revitalized itself on the PS3 already mm-hmm. with the uh, exactly. with that trilogy with the and, and, and that's why exactly and that's why I like about this is it's taking the what made the franchise great originally. And what it's learned since then, and just mushing it together. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, that's hopefully what FF7 remake is doing as well. It's mm-hmm. taking like everything people like about Final Fantasy and all the iconic imagery, but like maybe adding some voice acting and better dialogue mm-hmm. and making mm-hmm. Cloud more interesting. Yeah, I mean, and then everyone, splitting it into four games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone likes to you know gripe about like oh they went and changed something, but it's like with games you kind of have to because like I mean yeah. every single menu in Final Fantasy VII is like are you sure yeah are you sure you want to do that and you're like I yeah, I want to save my game you need to save the game sorry that's fine you're, a, you're being a real cussy today. I had a lot of coffee <laughs> Dan said to it's fine I'm yeah, we all the same amount swear. of coffee you're cursing like a no salad. I had like uh, three Red Bulls earlier and then I wrote a script that you were supposed to write while you were interviewing Key and Peele I don't have to tell you it's Speaking. a weird world <laughs> Speaking of buying blessing. drugs in the park, uh, we had a nice. cool release date announcement today. Yeah, we sure did. Mafia Three <laughs> is coming out. Speaking of Italy, uh, Mafia Three is coming out October 9th. Oh, so one of my favorite uh, Mafia stories when I was writing the very first rumor about Mafia Three in 2012. Um, I was looking around the room trying to find somebody who knew anything about Mafia because I was writing about having never played it. And the only person next to me was Brian, who was my boss at the time. And I was like, Brian, do you know anything about Mafia? And he stood up and yelled, that's racist. <laughs> and left the room. Yeah, that's why I had to stop being your boss because I put, you probably uh, I put would boxes, filed that HR report. I put and, boxes of Tide on your feet and filled the put cement <laughs> through you in the East River. <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking about I the just, Mafia. I just learned so much there. I didn't know that they used boxes of Tide. That makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. You make, you make, they're I basically they're like ocean shoes. Boxes or I knew about yeah. the cement. I just Stone didn't feet. know the tide was Ocean like the go-to shoes. there. Yeah. Yeah. 
And when you want to kill somebody, as well, too, or is you it any detergent? That. Really, it's a little smaller. Also, what do you do with the detergent? Do you wash blood stains or? Yeah, it takes place in New Orleans. Yeah, nothing to do with any of this. Yeah, African American man who came back from Vietnam. The trailer is really good. This is the second time they've done a trailer that just really surprised me because I didn't. I would never have expected to give a shit about this game, yeah. but I yeah. super do. You place in uh, 1968, you play yep. a Vietnam vet who comes back to a city called New Bordeaux, which is pretty much uh, New Orleans. Wait, but wait a minute. Then what video games are going to have classic stereotypes of Italian characters now? <laughs> oh, don't worry. Besides All of them. Of them. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing about this trailer that really got me is it feels so rock star. Like, this yeah. feels like a new GTA trailer. Like, it really, the, the they've captured that, like, kind of cinematic, like, film element idea mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know I, I'm really excited this is probably I think it was you I was talking to earlier like I never watch an open world game trailer and care about the story I'm usually like oh that's, that's cool incredible. I can't wait to explore yeah. that city but mm-hmm. like for this one I'm like oh like I don't even care about the action stuff I think the story looks yeah. legitimate well if you think so, about it we haven't really had like a like an open world game in a city in a while city. we haven't like had a, a GTA like, or like at least modernized GTA, honestly yeah nothing like, GTA Watch Dogs took the year off uh, who else really makes open world city games like Saints Row is hasn't has been hiding for a while yeah. Yeah. and even those are like really super goofy yeah um, but you get Assassin's Creed games but it's all about like a guy jumping off a roof and, yeah Enchanté welcome to Gay Paris <laughs> <laughs> this time oh, no, no, no. he stabbed me again this time you have an umbrella that can be used as a hang glider I will chase him for 30 seconds and I forgot what he looks oh, like he says the guy Who's up, who gets upset when oh, people quickly. make fun of Italians? Hide inside the haystack, otherwise you'll be in trouble with the constable. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, so I'm like really, I'm quick. Hide in the big pot of sauce. No one will find us in there. If you feed these dogs, they will stop chasing you because you are a kind citizen feeding the dog. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like I've I've been kind of tracking this game. I never played the mafia games prior. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think because I typically I don't really care about like mob movies. Like I don't. I mean, I know that The Godfather is amazing, but I just it never grabbed me. And this looks more interesting because I am really fascinated by like I've been I've been saying a while like I want to see some like some an open world game in like the 1960s or 70s. And it's what 1968 for this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. 68. Like, that's yeah. an interesting time. Soundtrack period. is supposed to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the gameplay that we've seen so far, we had like. A, 45 seconds of gameplay at like Gamescom last mm-hmm. year. Uh, the driving looks really, really weirdly arcadey, and I don't know how I feel about that. Like, yeah. if it's going to be actually fun when you're doing it, evidently it, it is fun. Down. Yeah, Ryan, I actually, actually Ryan like McCaffrey that. played the game for two hours. Uh, we have his video preview up on the site, and he said the driving was actually really cool. And it does a cool thing where uh, if you set a waypoint, instead of it like appearing as arrows in the sky or like weird things on the ground, uh, there are street signs that exist in the world that are sort of illuminated oh, to where it'll be really like cool. a street sign that catches your eye that tells huh. you where to make the Until right. Until you smash into it and <laughs> knock it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Interesting. That's really cool. I always thought like the, the driving in GTA 4 and to a way less extent GTA 5 was a little... Not like it's not it's not like in simulation territory at all, but it's a little a little like kind of looser than just like an arcade yep. driving mm-hmm. game. So I, I actually prefer. I prefer and it also it I mean, sounds I mean, like, like arcadey in the sense that like there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on on the screen, like mm-hmm. a lot of UI elements, yeah. and it's sort of like oh like you, like you a bunch of bad guys pull in front of you and they all get like plumb bob sim icons above their heads and you're like okay yeah. like I don't yeah. that kind right, of takes right, me out right, of right. this beautifully there, there's world. weird there's a bunch of weird I think it was GTA 4 not 5 there are a bunch of weird videos where someone like tries to obey the rules of traffic like tries to stop at traffic lights and like go around the city and you just can't because like eventually there's always something that will get in your way or there's like yeah. cars that will just push into each other or push mm-hmm. you off the road yeah. 
Um, it seems like Mafia Three does have this cool, almost like a quasi nemesis system from Shadow of Mordor, where yep. uh, you're sort of you go after low level guys, and there's a ripple effect that goes up the chain, uh, which is so cool. Towards, like, like local mob bosses, and like when you take over an area, you have three lieutenants, and you have to choose which lieutenant gets to take over that neighborhood, God, and who awesome. you choose pisses so off the smart. other two. So did it almost guys, seems like the Playboy X thing. From did any of you guys play really, the Godfather game? Yeah. I like yeah, that. Like, that was a really good game. Super good ideas. Yeah. Like I was not expecting that to be as cool as it was, but it was it was like way more open world than like pretty much any GTA game. Even to this day, like you could walk into any local business and beat the hell out of the guy working there and be like, I'm coming back in a week for my money. And all of a sudden, like you extorted him and he would pay you forever. Yeah. He would just keep doing haircuts and pay you every time for like, and you you just knock over a bunch of barbershops and laundromats, and then you'd own a whole area, and there'd just be like a whole part of town of people afraid of you sending you money everywhere. I'm I mean, like, this is brilliant. Like, really, I love this. I really hope that like that's more exciting to me than a, like oh the map is twice as big as the previous game like yeah. that that stuff like the interactivity of it is yeah, way yeah, more exciting to me. Yeah, and I think like that Shadow Mortar system like I hope that's in more games. Yeah. I, I really want more games to steal that because it's so smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last thing I want to touch on here which is interesting uh, the rumored uh, Red Dead 2 map leaked yeah. mm-hmm. and in the bottom corner is New Bordeaux as one of the areas like in the 150 game. years ago yeah. which yeah. is like super cool the idea of like almost this like small shared cinematic universe thing yeah. where like you go you like if there's landmarks from one game that sort of appear in the other And I would way, love if it's as subtle as just that. Yeah. Like I don't I don't want it to be like a wink wink it's the relatives of yeah, like I hope it's just like a real subtle yeah. like kind of connected universe thing. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Like like Douglas Cirque. Do we get any uh, like uh, did Rockstar comment on that at all, or did no. they just kind of? No. Just kinda play no. I mean, we, there's no. Yeah, that's just a rumor right now. Okay, but we'll see. Um, so, other thing we got this morning was Pyre. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's from the guys who did Bastion. That's Super Giant Games. Yep. Bastion and Transistor. And, uh, Transistor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see Supercharger for some reason, yeah. which shows a lot about <laughs> I don't understand cars or <laughs> electronics. I guess. Um, yeah, it's coming uh, 2017 to uh, PS4 and PC, just like Transistor. Um, and the trailer showcased it's it's sort of a similar. Uh, like really pretty hand-drawn animated style with uh, evocative music and it seemed like it was this game about these three like wanderers who are going across the countryside and you have this hub that's sort of your uh, wagon as you travel from place to place and there's quick snippets of combat that seemed like an overhead action tactical thing almost mm-hmm. similar to Transistor um, I know we felt a little bit different like I, I loved the trailer and I know you guys were sort of a little bit lukewarm on it actually like I love a lot of the sort of like concept and establishing art around mm-hmm. it and then once it actually got to the gameplay I was like oh this is like nothing like it's not it wasn't bad by any means sure. I was just like I need to see more mm-hmm. to really understand how this works yeah. it's sort of like a it's like a party RPG like yeah. you mentioned I mean like, so it's like so everything happens super quick so we don't know but we're gonna know soon because okay. uh, we're gonna be playing the game Friday morning at PAX yep oh. yeah. yay PAX yeah, yeah. Um, so a bunch of us will uh, be at PAX over the weekend Max will be there yeah uh, I'll be Andrew there. will be there I'll be there Alana will be there um, Damon Damon will be there Ryan we're cap- when's our stop, panel stop we've, got, we've got an IGN panel when is that uh, yeah so we have an IGN panel at 7pm uh, on Saturday 7-8pm I believe it's at the Serpent Theater uh, we'll all be there for that and then we have meetups on Thursday night as well as Saturday night, and you can go. We'll put the link in uh, in the episode. I'm on a right panel now. that I forgot when it is. Uh, it's on Saturday at some point. It's, it's on about Saturday video. at some point. It's it's how does like, video work? I'm on that with Anthony Carboni, Andrea Rene, uh, Neha from GameSpot, and uh, this this young fellow, this up and coming YouTuber. His name is Gregory Miller. No yeah. one knows who that is. Uh, Damn, that's a killer uh, panel. He does a lot of uh, he does a, a lot of unboxings of snack foods and so forth. And 
It's got a whole lot of he wears a lot weird of friends. midriff shirts and yells about fog wears a lot of, He wears uh, overalls and has a, a yep. big straw hat he wears He's everywhere a, he goes. Greg he Greg 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 I'm not 100% sure that we're talking about the same person. I'm completely made up most of that. Yeah. Um, what else we got? We got I Am Setsuna, Outlast 2, Abzu, PSVR, obviously, so bring some hand sanitizer and face wipes <laughs> yeah. for your for your staff and friends. Yeah, so we'll You'll be going Green Pink Eye for All. Yeah, yeah. aside from Pyre, we'll be uh, going on I Am Setsuna's uh, Square's sort of throwback to Chrono Trigger that got uh, revealed or revealed for the West at GDC. So we'll be playing that for an hour. Uh, Outlast 2, Abzu, which is uh, by this- some of the folks who made Journey. Is that scuba diving game? Yeah, which is super I did a, pretty. I did a really weird interview about that at, at E3 last year, and mm-hmm. that's like not the kind of game where you can be like, so what's our motivation here? He's just sort of like, yeah, man, you're just going scuba diving. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so are those sharks uh, enemies? And he's like, nah, they're kind of <laughs> just hanging out. And I'm like, okay. He didn't sound like that, but yeah. I mean, what he was yeah. saying did. Yeah. That's actually one of, my, the, one of the funniest things about working at IGN to get a little inside baseball sometimes. It's like you'll host, a, you'll host a thing for like an interview during like E3 or Comic-Con and like the crane camera comes and it's like, blah, 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 brought to you by Speedstick. Okay, hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Brian. I'm here with John. He's working on this new game. What's this about? My divorce. Yeah. Yeah. My wife left and I decided to make a real-time pool game. For the 3DS. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> Keep it locked, y'all. Yeah. Well, welcome back to the latest and greatest, biggest thing. Oh God, I'm yeah. gonna cry. Man, that's uh, a weird way to express uh, your divorce through real time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When Karen left, all I had was billiards. Uh, <laughs> there's a new Suda game, so I'm, that means I'm gonna go through my uh, what is like biannual cycle of oh. being like. This is it. This is gonna be great. Too. This is gonna. This is uh, a free to play. I mean, bring us back like to Killer one. Seven. So, like, I'm like a really, really big fan of like some of his earlier stuff. Killer Obviously, Seven, like, and Killer Seven, no more, no more Heroes is a, yeah. is a blast. Uh, yeah. I even like his weirder stuff, like Flower, Sun, and Rain, which was a PS1 game yeah. that got ported. I think it got ported to. Maybe DS and PSP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You're only friends with Max because you pretend he's Travis Touchdown. Yeah, because he's re- he's real life <laughs> Travis Touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He's definitely a touchdown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, come on. And uh, no, but the, and then No More Heroes Two. <laughs> wow, I just got that. No More Heroes Two is where um, it started to come off the rails a little bit for me. Like I feel like there was a lot of cool stuff in that game, but Suda. His games really shine when it's like taking a very specific game concept, sticking to it, and letting the kind of style like kind of fly through it. Mm-hmm. You look at something like No More Heroes, and he was like, "I'm going to make a GTA game with no with no sand in the sandbox," <laughs> and like there were cool little eight bit mini games in it, and the combat's fun, and the characters are awesome. Um, but ultimately, they don't really come together. I felt the same way about Lollipop Chainsaw. I felt the same way about um, Shadows of the Damned. Oh yeah. That was which the was, Mikami game along with the Kira Toriyama. Yeah, which is like, there's... Are we talking about... Kira Yamaoka. Yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> Wrong Akira. And like, there's, there's just like a really... There's a lot of good idea in, ter- in terms of um, music and style and presentation. Like, he got this whole, like, sort of, like, goth-slash-punk-rock aesthetic, mixes it with 8-bit and then, like, bikini boobs and mm-hmm. just goes out and lets you fight a bunch of stuff with cool laser swords. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all into that. Like, Travis Touchdown's entire thing was that he bought a lightsaber off of eBay <laughs> and he just went out and fought, like, Yakuza. Like, that's awesome. And came back to his toilet, basically. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. So I keep doing that thing. And this new game is basically everything we've seen from it, from the concept art. It's death with a skateboard, <laughs> which I'm like, okay. I dig it. Like he's got this the this the sickle and then a like a, a cool skateboard in the other arm. And I'm like, so I don't really know what this game is yet. I'm open to it. I'm kind of amazed that like 
Like, I mean this in the nicest way possible, but I'm kind of amazed that he still consistently gets work because mm-hmm. I don't know how well his games have sold. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a feeling Lollipop Chainsaw did all right. Yeah. Shadows of the Dam probably did okay. But, like, all in all, like... I think he makes his games on the cheap. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Well, only about his team's relatively small. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, do, you know, do we know, like, what platforms or anything about this game yet? Uh, yeah, it's coming to, I believe, PC and PS4. Okay. Uh, it's going to be free to play. This is going to be our first time we go hands-on. It's free honestly, to play? Yeah. It's the first time yeah. we've seen this game in like two years. So we'll be playing it for like an hour um, wow. at PAX. So awesome. PS4 report pack. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, do we have anything cool to talk about, you guys? Anything special? No. How's everybody what? doing? I'm doing really well. I don't know what that was. So where do we land on PS4? I was going to say really, like, just, I don't, I don't like know. It. Where do we land on PS4.5? Is everyone going to get one? Like uh, we'll get into this. Uh, so I actually, yeah. I'll, I'll run to one of the questions here. But Brian Allen Davis says, "Should we get fifty percent trade-in value if we trade in our perfectly good PS4s for this BS?" Four point five. <laughs> well, I know how you so feel feel about it. Well, we know how he feels. Uh, hey, no. hey, I'm also going to tell yeah. you uh, the second PS4.5 gets announced, the value of a PS4 is yep. going to go way down. Yeah. For trade-in. Uh, also, no, they don't. Owe you. I mean, no. I, I think honestly, like, I, it would be nice if they did something I like mean, that, but they don't owe you that. You go on Craigslist, you might get. 50%, but yeah. if you go to GameSpot, GameStop, damn it. Yeah. If you uh, GameSpot, whole, you won't get anything. I mean, dude, if you don't own a PS4 yet, after the Neo comes out, like you'll be able to get like a $200 used PS4, which is awesome. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. That means more people get to play these fun games that we get to play. Yeah. So just run around and jump on the stuff. Like, Persona 5. Collect all those different frogs. Mm-hmm. Get that. What game is PS3? What's both? Is it both? It, it, not it, America. I it will doubt, not be PS3. Yeah, I will be yeah. amazed with PS3 in America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Matt cool. Lubbock says favorite PS4 exclusive. Uh, right now I'm the, well console exclusive or exclusive exclusive. Yeah, because like know. my answer would be the Witness, but that's on PC. Yeah, I think I would Bloodborne for sure. Yeah, Bloodborne. Yeah, or, not no question. Maybe Ratchet even. I mean, um, I'd say like The Last of Us is a backup, but it's not necessarily console exclusive. I mean, it's it's. On PS3, yeah. I mean, the yeah. remastered one is, but Bloodborne yeah. for sure. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm, I'm if you're talking, amazed. yeah, Bloodborne, like it took. What three Souls games for me to care, and then Bloodborne, like World Four, I guess. Uh, Bloodborne was the one where I finally cared, and like I'm playing Dark Souls three very slowly and badly, but like yeah, Bloodborne. I don't know what it is about it, but it just was accessible to me for the first time in a way. Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls. I think it's I think it's just fast enough to appeal to like the action game enthusiast while still sort of playing into the same sort of slow methodical stuff that people attach themselves to uh, Dark Souls for. I really Um, want. No, what do you say? Oh, I was going to say I really want Uncharted 4 to be my answer to this soon. Like, I yeah. really, I keep kind of semi-forgetting that Uncharted 4 is actually coming out. And it's like, so soon. man, I want that game to be incredible. Like, I want to feel about that game the way I felt when I finished The Last of Us for the so first time. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a, a small secret here, and I shouldn't admit this because it's part of my job. But I, uh, I stopped watching videos for that game. I stopped looking at screenshots of that game. That's, that's okay. Uh, trailers. Yeah. Like, I no. mean, no, I mean, it's sort of like legally my job to come in no. and consume it's all like that. It's like how Jose got spoiled on Better Call Saul I mean, today because he had to write that article. Yeah. track the, the bullet points of what's going on in these things, but yeah. like, you're doing yourself a favor by not watching continuous footage. Yeah, you don't yeah, have I mean, to, I like, skimmed, have to I, play it for a preview yeah. event or anything. No, I skimmed no, no, through no. that last gameplay with the with the Jeep, and it, it looks awesome. But I didn't like. I didn't want to like solve any puzzles for myself. Yeah. Like, I yeah. wanted to just. I want to go into that. And I want as much of that game to be new as possible. Yeah, I know. So, I know. That's that's um, like very specifically going to be one of those. Like I I'm so excited so about that winch. Yeah. That winch that's looks just, awesome. We're not yeah. talking about the winch anymore. Damn it! I want to but talk we about are the going, winch. Uh, Tim Ferra sort of goes along with this. What's your uh, video game first world problem? Example: having to change discs from game to game. Charging. So that's it, charging. There's for me. one out yeah. of every three times where I go to the PlayStation Store and it just hangs. 
Yeah. Like, and it doesn't actually load, and it sits there, and I'm like, oh, God, and I have to restart my system. And it's like a few years ago, if I wanted to buy a game for PlayStation, I had to go to a real store. Yeah. And now every now and then, like, the thing doesn't load, and it's, it'll be, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I'm, like, a few drinks in, and I'm, like, I'm trying to buy Bubble Bobble. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have, for, for me, it's charging. I, yeah. every, it's so stupid to complain about, but, like, I just, I never remember, like, at the end of a long night of gaming use, to actually plug in, like, a Do you use, like, a little, little pluggy thing, or do you have, like, a little cradle? My TV, I just plug it into it. Okay. USB, but my, my TV is really far away from my couch, so I have, like, this, like psychotic series of extension cables leading yeah, from that. like around yeah. the which room, adds yeah. to the fact that your apartment is mostly empty like Matthew McConaughey is in True Detective mm-hmm. yeah you just got like a crucifix and I'm a long more of a George Clooney up in the air thing going on uh, yeah, yeah tell yourself uh, yeah, whatever you, whatever time you is sleep a flat circle uh, you're gonna find those yeah. killers one of these days charging like I, I just always forget to plug in my Vita plug yeah. in my controllers it's, I have a weird uh, which is I, still way better than batteries <laughs> Yeah, between the consoles I have at home, the fact that I have different passwords on different consoles, and then having to log into stuff at work, I always forget what my passwords are for things. Yeah, yeah. and so it'll just be. I have to constantly reset my PSN and my uh, Xbox One password just because I always forget them. And then, like, if I try to go into the eShop, I'm like, I haven't done this in a year. Oh my! my I don't know what any of this is. My Xbox One updated the other day and asked me for my my password. Yeah. And I like. I just honestly just put the controller down and walked away for like 10 full minutes yeah. before being like, I, I I'm don't not know. ready to face this. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I would, just don't want to deal with it. I would love it. If, if controllers also typing it in with a yeah. D pad. Oh, yeah. I would love if controllers next generation had a touch, you know. Um, like, oh, like a uh, thumbprint? Like like yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. What's Andrew, up? Andrew, you can't say, um. Dan Dan is slacking me and saying we have to be out in five. Okay. Well, we can be out in five. I was going to say, um, uh, we got one of those one of those things that I, I love my fiance for is that shortly after we got the PS4 and a second controller because we were playing some stupid game, she's like, you know what? I'm tired of plugging these things in. And she just, without without saying anything, just bought one of those little charging cradles. Yeah. And it just, it is so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, they're cool. I just don't like looking at those things. There's yeah, just like a bit, it's just yeah, like, they're, they're so cumbersome. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So there. we're in the middle of rapid fire right now, which we're wrapping yeah, up not, soon. We're wrapping it up. We're wrapping <laughs> it up soon, uh, which you can join in on by going to the Podcast Beyond Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash group slash Podcast Beyond. Oh, you nailed it. And oh. uh, you can hit us up or you can use the email uh, beyond at IGN.com, which we haven't checked in a while. We've gotten a ton of emails. I know I got a couple of uh, tweets and messages from asking from me uh, people why, why we don't fold more emails into the show. We'll get better at that. So kind of chaotic, but this leads into the next thing, uh, which is if you watch the show on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, now the show and the breakouts aren't going to be on uh, IGN's proper YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, as of now, uh, each podcast is going to have its own YouTube channel. So Beyond is now YouTube.com slash IGN Beyond. Um, and you're going to be able to find breakouts on there. You're going to be able to find full episodes. And we're going to start doing, hopefully, weekly uh, Let's Plays where we're going to be playing uh, new games. That we're going to be playing so new PlayStation yeah. Plus games. We're going to have a good time instead of just talking about it in this room with an awful plywood. No, exactly. Maybe we'll bring back Essential 50 stuff. Uh, and then also, I wanted to, I was sort of tossing around an idea uh, with the letters of just doing full, maybe once a month episodes where we just come in here and just answer questions. I would love that. Yeah, I would love that. It's off topic. It's not on the news and, and we just throw it up on the um, You guys just g- came back from Japan. I'd love to do like a deeper dive on that down the line. But for yeah. now, yeah. Um, and you're about to go. Yeah, especially yeah. when we can talk about what we did in Japan because people very who yeah. like this that. show will care about that. Yep. yep. Do you have to bleep that? <laughs> you guys helped Shuhei Yoshida get rid of that deer. <laughs> uh, Philip Sandoval says, for the guys that went to Japan, how was the state of the Vita compared to America? Uh, better than the Xbox One, which is yeah. so far in the back corner of stores that it's behind PS2 games and PSP one, games. We found PS1 no. games in that, that one store. More prominent than really? Xbox One games. Uh, wow. It was weird. Uh, Vita honestly wasn't super prominent there either, yeah. though. Yeah. I, I think we did see... 
I would say even on the trains just and stuff. Totally, yeah, seriously. I ne- I didn't see anyone playing Vita the whole time we were there. I didn't see anyone playing other than me. Yeah. And then also the uh, the weird thing in stores was uh, there was a huge PS4 section and a huge PS3 section. Yeah. And then right. other than that, I would say Vita, Xbox One, Xbox 360, all that was kind of relegated to the back of the store. Mm-hmm. Do people play a lot of like 3DS or iPhone games on the train? Or I saw so many people playing iPhone games. Yeah, yeah. totally. I every think I think every train we took, there was someone, even like older people, there were yeah. people playing mobile games. Uh, when I went to Tokyo for olds. TGS two years ago, I saw one person in five days, the first five days, they were playing Avita, and his name was Colin Moriarty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. That's. Uh, yep. Uh, on that note, thank you guys so much for listening and for joining us. I hope we get to see you at uh, at PAX East. Yeah. Uh, if, if you see, see us, honestly, see Marty. Say hi to yes, us. Say hi. If you see Marty. He loves battle toads, do so go Don't up to Marty yep. and say, "Hey, how about those battle that's toads? That's all the different it. toads that like to battle." Or do his uh, voice. Go. Oh, 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 yeah, do that. Dude, that's the, that's I'm the call bring for a knife to Pax. I'm not going to bring a knife to Pax. So if you see a Pax enforcer and you see Marty, go. Oh, he's got a knife. And on that note, you can find us all on Twitter. That's a great way to track our goings on and our our misbehavings. I'm Max Scoville. Marty is McBiggity with two G's and two T's. That's like a like a delicious snack meal, not like your Irish bigot. Uh, but you know the, the story behind it is really funny. We're yeah. closing this episode uh, weird. <laughs> Brian is Agent Bizzle. That's right. There's a weird little lag there. A little frame skip. Uh, and uh, Goldfarb is Garfap. Yeah. Yeah. Or Farbarf. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, gold gold bar. Garfarb. Yeah. All right. Thank Golden you garbage. so much for joining us. Uh, I hope to see you all packs and uh, beyond. Yeah. Beyond. 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 Stop. Beyond. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs>